Okay, moving right along to segment number three for season seven, episode seven, with the theme of solo independence. This is the fight back. This segment looks at what experiences and credibilities come from failure and how that can be applied to reaching for different goals again. So first of all, I just wanted to say that um, predicted actions, that's the main thing that, excuse me, that kind of has this whole fight back feeling. If you know how to fight back, if you know, if you pick and choose your battles, as they say, you'll know how to fight back. And um, for me right now, a lot of the fight back that I'm doing is, eh, I guess it would be more on a spiritual level. Um, Going into Clagato, being a part of the veteran organization, and then bringing up all these ideas and starting a nonprofit. I know, and I knew at the time, all that was going to draw a lot of backlash, hate, jealousy. Um, It it was going to make people... um, use their witchcraft more on me and um, which kind of makes them morons because of, you know, them thinking that's going to stop what it was that I was doing. But, you know, and they were, you know, thinking that this is all new to me as far as uh, black magic curses and all that shit. But the thing they didn't realize is I was already predicting them to do that. So, excuse me. So anyways, when all that started and when it's, you know, when I started recognizing the signs of betrayal and backstabbery, um, it really didn't bother me, but I just kind of figured, um, you know, I would roll with the punches and see how far it would take me. But what really pissed me off the last time for this Clagatil veteran, um, almost a bisexual, bi-monthly meeting is that, um, you know, the way they used the secretary to work against me by, you know, just ignoring the whole um, election thing, that's what really bothered me. It's really pissed me off. And I was like, God damn, you would sink that low, wouldn't you guys, you know? Especially her husband, you know, little faggot, you know, is pissing me off too, you know? So that's where I just wanted to say that, you know, Fighting back, pick and choose your battles. If you know what's going to happen, then, you know, you'll be all right. So basically, excuse me, basically when all that went down, it really didn't hurt me as much. And especially when I knew with the nonprofit, what I knew that bitch was up to. And it was so predictable, you know, it was just, it was only a matter of time and, And what it's funny to me that they try to do all this without me knowing and try to do it behind my back. And I'm like, I know what you're doing. You fucking gave me all the signals already. I already seen the way you act, the way you treat me, the way you talk, the way you think, the way you plan things out. It's right there. It's fucking obvious. I see it, you know, but um, I just let them go ahead and uh, think that they know what's best for business, basically. So. Anyways, um, uh, also with um, fighting back, um, it's just, um, uh, what was I going to say about that? Uh, predicted actions, uh, predicted emotions, and predicted mentalities. So a lot of what I've um, gathered over the years, even in my teenage years, even in my elementary years, about my own people, about these chuns is 
It's always going to be coming down to emotions. They're the original woke fuckers, you know. They're the ones that are always ruling, you know, their actions off of emotions. And, you know, I'm, I'm no different. That's why I'm saying these guys, they piss me off. And I really wanted to fucking beat the shit out of them. But um, I'm just holding my composure because I'm better than that, you know. And anyways, so the other thing about that, you know, the backstabbery, the traitorness, the witchcraft and all that. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I have a platform to talk about it. And that's what this non nonprofit, that's what this podcast is doing. You know, it's, it's like I said before, and I say it again, it's therapeutic for me. I get all this out of my system and you know what? It's, it's digitized and I don't ever have to worry about it again. So Years from now, when somebody brings it up and says, oh, well, you're prejudiced against your own people. I'll say, fuck you. I try to help them. And um, they, they're the ones that turned on me. I, you know, yeah, I would have had a reason for them to be prejudiced more if I had attacked them and hurt them and broken bones and knocked them out and, you know, turned families against us or turned, uh, turned families against me and, um, you know, be become more of a public enemy number one. But... I didn't. All I all I'm doing is just talking about my frustrations and saying a lot of what these guys are doing that they think is so original, so new is going to get them results is, you know, you know, show me a fucking uh, a billionaire skinwalker that got everything they ever wanted. That's still young, that has all these women, young women throwing themselves at that person, you know, or more likely to be a guy, but you know, vice versa, if it's a woman, you know, show me a billionaire skinwalker woman that um, got everything she wanted and has all these guys just really wanting to um, do anything for her and give up all their, give up their soul for her, basically, you know, if you can show me that, then I'll believe that, you know, skinwalker is worth investing in. But if anything, in the meantime, I'm just fighting back in a way to where I'm taking my time and it's a whole nother tactic that I've never tried before. I never really gone up against a big old group like this. Back in Chile, when I got attacked by those uh, skinwalkers and witchcrafters out there, that was a little bit different because a lot of that had been started before I was even born and, and then... I guess the last bit of it that um, was thrown on me is after I was born and, you know, kind of growing into from adolescence to teenage years. And from there, you know, joining the military, it's it was sad and pathetic that it still followed me out there to fucking Kosovo and followed me out to the military bases. Uh, a lot of that had to do with my dad and his big fucking mouth, man. He had to tell everybody where I was at. And I know he was proud of me, but God damn, man, he didn't have to fucking tell everybody I was, that I had joined the army, that I was stationed in, um, you know, uh, going through basic training in, um, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. And then, um, uh, being stationed up in Fort Drum, New York, and then being at Camp Bonsteel in Kosovo. And I was like, man, shut the fuck up, man. And that's where I said before in the podcast uh, for last season and the season before was um, that one night I was going running uh, on the base camp over there at Fort Bonsteel in uh, Kosovo. 
And, um, you know, I was enjoying a night run because I thought, oh, man, this is pretty cool. You know, I'm in a whole nother country and I don't have to worry about skinwalkers. I can do things at night. And but after I my brother, I talked to my late brother and he was telling me, oh, yeah, you know, he's been saying this about you, telling everybody where you're at. Uh, the following week, I really got like an eerie feeling I was being watched. And I knew that feeling, man. I was like, fuck, man, really? A fucking skinwalker came all the way out here to Camp Bond Steel in the middle of fucking nowhere in fucking Kosovo, in the Balkans, you know, uh, in fucking Europe, in this side of the world. They fucking came all the way out here just to watch me and witch me. I was like, God damn, man. Uh, I never really forgave my dad for that, you know. I was like, fuck, man, shut up. Just leave me alone, dude, man. I'm just enjoying my time. I got away from your fucking people and your fucking witchcraft relatives, you know. And, uh, so, you know, that's, that's a story I already talked about, but anyways, so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes back to, um, where I am now, all these predictable, predictable emotions, uh, um, mentalities, actions that, uh, I experienced from Clagato veterans and the Clagato, um, Navajos, you know, it's already been done before out in, a you know, so it's nothing new to me. And um, that's why when I talk about skinwalkers and witchcrafters or witchcrafters or raft crafters, anyways, um, that's why I say that, you know, they'll, they'll come out, um, they'll scare you. Um, I don't know, fucking throw rocks on your roof, tap your window, howl. And then when you go out there and look for them, they take off running. So, you know, it's like, it just defeats the purpose of trying to scare somebody if you're just going to run off, you know. And uh, uh, I think it was Super Bowl night, or was it Monday night? Was it last night? There was um, some howling going on north of my mom's property here. And in between that, there's a there's, we got like a little valley here. And then on the other side is my fuckhead cousin, the one that ruined my dad's truck, you know. Um he was, um, uh, well, in between our two properties, that's where those uh, skinwalkers were howling. And then my brother was like, you hear that? I'm like, yes. You know, I don't see what the point of all that howling is going to be because if we go over there and try to look at it, look for them, they're going to take off. So, I mean, yeah, you know, they might be hiding in a tree and use it, pull out their little gay little whistle and blow some fucking dust or bones at us but even then you know where's the fear you know they have the fear factor on their side they could easily come running over and fucking knock me down or whatever but they do it at a distance so it, you know it's like all right well fine you know fuck go do your own thing way over there then you know I'll eventually catch you and i'll find out not catch you i wish i could catch him but eventually i'll find out who it is and what they're doing and all that and as far as witchcraft goes, I mean, that's just, you know, really simple for some of these people to do inside their homes. And um, like I had said before in season two, and uh, I think I said it, mentioned it in season one, but, you know, there is uh, some some people that are so heavy into the witchcraft bullshit that um, they'll take your picture at a distance on their camera phones. And that's how they witchcraft you. And <clears throat> that's why for season two, and I think it was season three, I did a segment about, you know, 
when Navajos do pro, not profile pictures, but uh, selfies and then put it up on social media, like, oh, here's my face. And um, that's why I don't do that. You know, I just figured that's got really nothing to do with me. And um, I just avoid all that. But so all that put together is just, you know, more predictable outcomes. It, you know, it's like rigged rigged witchcraft i would say it's scripted skinwalkers it's the same thing done over and over and they're trying to uh, make a different outcome to where i would be scared and you know um like really cautious of what i say about them but you know the truth is that they're fucking doing it themselves man they're they're ruining their own um, mystique they're ruining their own reputation by trying to force me into you know this this level or this area of crawling under the bed and hiding in the dark from the big bad boogeyman you know if anything you know it's already been done before you know and and I don't know, this might be news to them, but I'm no longer a child, so all that is just kind of like wasted effort. But anyways, to fight back now with all that experience and getting getting the, these goals and, uh, and that I've set out for being an individualist, to me, it's a lot easier now. So I don't have to wait on no fucking meeting. I don't have to wait on veteran approval I don't have to stand there and try to give a report. My family already knows what I'm doing and I've, you know, I've talked extensively to them, especially my mom, even though sometimes she don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I think. But um she supports me more than all these uh fucking idiots combined. So um I just I just say, well, you know what? It's already been um it's already been established, so there's no need for me to really uh, go back into the community and say, oh, look, this is what I'm going to work on now. But the one thing that I will tell uh, the community members at the next, like I said, the chapter meeting, I know it sounds all raised, but I, excuse me, I will tell them about um, how I intend to finish uh, uh, fixing up the uh, Clagato Veterans Cemetery. And I'll provide them that. I'll give them that. I mean, the, I'm not even asking any help from them. I'm not even asking any money, donations. I'm just like, fuck this. This is my project. When I'm done, you guys can do whatever the fuck you want with it, you know. But in the meantime, um, I'm just going to keep that as a last public knowledgeable project that I'll do for the veterans and for the community. So anyways, other than that, that was my little talk about fighting back, you know. So um, now let's go jump on to segment number four, which is going to be predictable influences. So once again, stand by. <laughs> 